This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Those of you expecting to hear the dulcet tones of Dave Biddle will have to go without for another few days. He'll be back next week. That means I am here today to handle the people's champ, Matt Baxendale. Bax, how goes it on a Wednesday? You know, I'm super excited right now, Dan. Ohio State has so many kids on campus this month. It's been like a whole cornucopia of recruiting topics for us to discuss. And we haven't been able to do this in like a year and a half. So uh, I think we're all really enjoying seeing all the news flying right now out of the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. There are many, many names being bandied about because they're having just a borderline unlimited number of visitors. It's impossible to get to all of them. So we're going to dial in on the ones that are super relevant. That means we have to start with yesterday's commitment. Running back Dallin Hayden out of Tennessee. We are going to discuss the recruitment process and how they kind of picked him out. But yesterday was his visit. His father, Aaron Hayden, played at Tennessee and in the NFL. Your thoughts on the addition of Hayden after an interesting recruitment that some other sites believe we came in second place when they are actually incorrect. Yeah, so he's a really interesting one. First of all, like you said, his father was a Tennessee guy. His big brother plays at Illinois. So this is a football family they're getting a kid from here. This isn't, you know, some kid who's the first one in his family to really become a football player. It's ingrained in their family's culture. So you kind of got to love that. But he's a kid that Ohio State has been sort of zooming in on for a while now. Uh, There's been a lot of talk about some of the higher rated tailbacks in this class. Hayden's rated, I believe, 208 by the 24-7 rankings which is still a really high-quality player. I mean, folks, let's remember, like any kid in the top 247 is a really good player. And at Ohio State, we're just so used to, oh, he's the 33rd-ranked player in the country or whatever, that sometimes we kind of like almost forget how good of a player the rest of these kids are. So let's let's start with that. This is still a really high-end pickup. And after landing two super elite tailbacks last year, having – a guy like Mayan Williams on the roster that showed well in the playoff a year older than that, you've got to be doing something right to bring in a top-rated running back recruit on the heels of the last two classes worth of kids that are going to be some significant competition. So props to Tony Alford. But as for this recruitment, this is something that, you know, it, 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 it caught my eye, and I'm not the only one who thought this. Our own Jay Book was tweeting about it yesterday. It reminds me a lot of when we were looking at Zeke Elliott. And I'm not saying that Hayden is a Zeke Elliott clone. They're a different type of runner. But Zeke was a guy that the OSU staff zoomed in on real early. He was the guy that they wanted over a bunch of higher-rated running backs. And then the next thing you knew, by the end of the cycle, Zeke was a top-five tailback. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Aiden was a kid that elevated his draft stock that same way. Again, there's multiple guys that Ohio State was chasing that were higher rated that they almost backed off on because they were willing to take Hayden's commitment thinking that he was just as good. And this is an OSU staff that, that they've been waiting on their top targets. I and mean, that's how they keep landing all these elite kids. And I have to say, I, th- I think the OSU staff's evaluation of Hayden is probably even higher than how 24-7 sports has him, if they're willing to take him this early. So I think this is a big win for OSU because you have to trust this staff with their track record to be right on these sort of things. I think Hayden's a kid that, the OSU staff sees as much higher rated than just a bottom quarter of the top two, four, seven kind of kid. So that's pretty exciting in my book. I also want to read a quote from Aaron Hayden, a lifer in football and who was an excellent back for Tennessee. I believe he was drafted by the Packers. Here's his quote on why his son chose Ohio state. I just think the ability to be developed by Tony Alford and the man and person Ryan day is. There are quality people everywhere, but Ryan Day is a rare breed in that profession. And I think I'm qualified to say that with what I've been around. That's it right there. They've got everything going for them skill wise. And Ryan Day is the closer. Very strong. I would not question Tony Alford's ability to choose running backs. Mayan Williams was a late take. Nobody on the site was pining for Mayan Williams. And now he's a guy who may start and has a cool nickname. I don't think we need to worry about their evaluation of talent. The other guys they were looking at, Omarion Hampton, I think is going to end up at North Carolina. Nicholas Singleton, I think is going to end up at Penn State. Sorry, Notre Dame. And Gavin Sawchuk committed to Oklahoma yesterday. Quick aside here to tell everybody why they should draft Zeke in fantasy football. I am a Cowboys nerd. In baseball, you have something called wins above replacement. It basically means if you had your guys in there, what would your real record be? The Dallas Cowboys offense lost more talent to wins above replacement last year than any other offense in the last decade. So they're going to get all those guys back, three offensive linemen and a quarterback and their starting tight end. Zeke looks like Zeke from year one. He's lost a lot of weight. He looks much quicker. If he's not a top six pick in your fantasy draft, that's a mistake. Bax, your thoughts on Zeke? Zeke's a beast whenever he wants to be. And like you said, the supporting cast is there for him this year. And uh, also, you're a Cowboys fan, so you're slightly biased. And only slightly, only slight boot. And if I'm going to throw some fantasy football advice in, uh, I would definitely be taking uh, the G. Harris pick with the Steelers pretty early too, because all you're hearing out of many camps and OTAs is that Pittsburgh's losing their mind after not even having a running game like this past year. So, put him on your list too, people. He's going to be a good one. Give till it hurts. That's our motto here. So that's some fantasy football advice as an aside. We are psyched about Dallin Hayden. I don't think anyone should be worried about it. Let's talk about Brennan Vernon. Speaking of a name we know well, Menor resident, defensive lineman, possibly offered like when he was in fourth grade. He was on campus yesterday. He looks like a Bosa. Your thoughts on Brennan Vernon. There are some real whispers that the Fighting Irish may make a play for that. You can see a theme developing here. What's your vibe on Vernon? Well, what's the one school that comes into Ohio and takes top-rated kids that OSU wants? And it's Notre Dame. That's the one school I'm worried about for Brennan Burden right now. I'm not saying he's going to go to Notre Dame because I think there's some time left in this recruitment, obviously, considering he's a class of 2023 kid. But he's a kid OSU offered, I think, before his freshman year of high school. If it wasn't before, it was during. Uh, I remember a couple years ago, like, seeing an article that came out, and it was literally, this is going to be 
the number one kid in the class. And right now, that's where he's at. He's the number one kid. So if you read the article that came out on Bucknuts yesterday interviewing him, he talks about how he fits in at Notre Dame and how he really likes it there at Notre Dame. And the vibe I get is, is that he's really considering them. Now, I'm not saying he's going to go there. I'm not even saying he's going to make a commitment anytime soon. But that's the school right now for Ohio State that is the threat is Notre Dame. Because it's very rare when any other school comes into this state and takes the top kids that OSU wants, right? Nobody else steals our cookies except Notre Dame. So if he told me, he's like, oh, I'm taking a really good look at, at Michigan or Oklahoma or somebody, I'd shrug and go, sure, you're Notre Dame has me a little concerned. So I, I still have to think that wisdom and intelligence will win out for him and he'll end up at Ohio State. And it's a long way until he would get on campus. But that's one to be worried people on. It's not a slam dunk like some people thought it was to Ohio State. If he is serious about being an NFL football player, yes, Notre Dame can get you there. But if you're a defensive lineman in the state of Ohio, you have an offer from Ohio State and you don't take it. I would need some serious reasoning from you on that. Usually the guys we lose are coming out of Cincinnati. I'd be shocked if Vernon doesn't come to Ohio State. Take a quick break. Come back and talk about more new guys coming to Ohio State. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. We are back, and yet Pelé Gaitote is not officially a Buckeye. We have not received anything from Ohio State on this, yet he's in the directory, he's on Instagram, he's on social media. It does appear that barring a, like I said yesterday, a bizarre occurrence, Pelé Gaitote will be a Buckeye. Let's try and put that in context. Many believe it's a sign that our linebackers are not up to snuff. I'm not sure that's true. I don't believe the vision of Gaitote is the same it was for Henry Toto, who would have been a guaranteed starter and I think has proven to be a higher-level player so far in his college career. There's a reclamation project aspect to this that I think you know, Mick Moratti and Al Washington will be the chief mechanics on, but your thoughts on Gaitote, bringing him in, and maybe the role he'll play. Well, I think first and foremost, the staff clearly doesn't have the same high opinion of the linebackers that are currently on campus that a lot of us have had the last two years begging to see some more of this youth and this depth. I mean, what was one of our big conversations the last two years about the linebacker position was, how is tough Borland on the field ahead of X, Y, or Z, right? And, you know, now that we're seeing an offseason where they're chasing multiple transfer linebackers, the reality is, you know, that's them doing their, their, their truth talking right there. They're, they're being as honest as they can be in who they're chasing for recruiting. And that's essentially the coaching staff saying, we need more help at linebacker the only way I can take it. And while I agree with you, you know, getting Toto here would have been a little bit of a different ball game because he's a little bit more of a complete and proven player. This is still OSU staff going after a big-time transfer linebacker. I mean, this kid was a five-star recruit. He looked good his first year before he had some injury issues. And, you know, I, I just think that this is, this is commentary from the OSU staff, whether it's to motivate the guys they have on the roster. Maybe they aren't. Maybe they aren't showing up the way they want them to in the offseason, or maybe they don't think there's as much there as they thought there was. I don't honestly know. 
but this is a shot across the bow of every linebacker at Ohio State that's been here for more than this spring. That's the, that's the way I'm reading it. The other side of this is, of course, the fact that they haven't announced it. I am hoping that this is exactly what happens with JTT as well, where there's not even an announcement. He just shows up on campus, and Ryan Day can make jokes about, well, you know, I can't talk about any unsigned recruits, uh, so we're just going to let the process play out. <laughs> even if they're practicing with the team, you know what I mean? Like, it, it would be hilarious. So, uh, of, of course he's here on campus, right? I mean, he, Haskell Garrett has him on Instagram rolling around. He's in the student directory. He's very clearly going to be part of the team this fall. So, uh, I, I think this is kind of fun. It's almost the other way around of, you know, people are like, I'm going to announce my top 17 in recruitment, right? And now these guys are just like, yeah, we're just showing up to play. I, I, I'm getting a real kick out of it. I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, we can certainly see some action on the field this year from uh, from one or two very quiet recruits that are uh, hopefully going to end up wearing scarlet and gray whenever we whenever we kick off this fall. Going to be very interesting to find out why he hasn't been officially announced. It could be some type of clerical thing that we don't even aware of. As for JTT being able to move anywhere under the cloak of secrecy, the guy can't even go to major transportation hubs without people showing up. It'd be very interesting to see where Getote fits in. Football is a war of attrition, and if nothing else, they have increased their depth in a group that really just doesn't have a lot of experience. When he does become official, you will find out. We very much appreciate back stopping by. Have a great Wednesday, back members. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.